<laughs> yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. The love, if they baby. knock me down, then I, I get up. Dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far to give up now. I know that's right. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares, season five. We are here. I want to thank each and every single one of you guys for being here with me today. Up top in the middle, I see y'all. What's up down below? Hello, everybody. Once again, it's on. Absolutely. Season five. Today, we're going to talk about exposure. And no, not that type of exposure. Not the kind with film, nor the exposure to the sun. We're going to be talking about the exposure to violence and how it impacts us in the early years or how it has impacted me since my early years into my adult years. Starting off with, well, as I've been very transparent, my mom and dad had a very volatile relationship. My father, very violent man, uh, not a nice man from what I've been told. And uh, even on my own opportunity to meet him the one time we did meet um it was well let's just say it started off okay and it ended with a no way <laughs> we'll just put it like that we'll get back to that but children exposed to domestic violence frequently do not have the foundation of safety and security that is normally provided by the family the children experience a desensitization to aggressive behavior, mm-hmm. poor anger management, yep, and poor problem-solving skills. They also learn to engage in expletive relationships. This all according to justice.gov. Um, I can relate to all of that, and that's why... We're here today. That's why I started off season five with exposure because I myself didn't and haven't really had to pay attention to those things until more recently and recently, meaning in my adult years, I have been working tirelessly at doing the self-work, at meditating, doing extra work to reinforce the regimen I have in place so that I can be the absolute best versions of myself. But I'm human and I do struggle. I do find myself having confusion when I am overwhelmed with, say, projects or deadlines or just simply, you know, a lot of plans happening at once. I'm sure many of you guys and women can relate. Um, And for myself, when I get overwhelmed, I prefer to sit down and, well, shut down. Um, And meaning like, you know, I go mute. 
I don't have much to say because I'm trying to figure out everything upstairs. So on the outside, it probably says, don't talk to me, don't approach me. On the inside, it's saying hard at work. And it's because of some of the things I've been exposed to as a child. I only began to learn more about this again um, because I was you know, bettering myself. But I did notice things about myself that didn't make much sense to me. Um, it felt uh, counterproductive in my pursuit of happiness. And remember, you know, happiness, that's our own individual jobs to um, maintain that. And so children who witness or are victims of emotional, physical or sexual abuse are at higher risk for health problems as adults. These can include mental health conditions such as depression. We've talked about that before. Anxiety. We've talked about that before. They may also include diabetes, obesity, heart disease, poor self-esteem and other problems, according to womenshealth.org. Shout to all the women in my life. I love you all. Thank you for all that you've done to have me here today. I appreciate you. Um, and with that, you know, the exposure that has taken place in my life has, it shaped me. Yeah. And I can only say that now. I couldn't say it before because I didn't understand what I know now. And I wasn't interested in what I know now. When you're a kid, you're living like kids do. You're doing kid things. You're going to sports events, hanging out with friends, playing ball in the park, roller skating, whatever the case is. As a kid, you're doing it. So we, I didn't take much time in evaluating how I was feeling. I never probably did because of being a kid. And so what I've been told by my therapist and psychiatrist is, well, as an adult, these things will show themselves. They will surface. They will come out. They will appear through behaviors and actions. And that's what started to happen with me. I didn't understand because I didn't like I in my adult years, I wasn't for as long as I could remember. I wasn't really exposed to all that. I mean, yeah, movies, TV shows, things like that. Yeah. But in life, no. But then I would act it out. And that, that had me curious. That had me worried. And so as an adult now, I'm beyond curious. I'm beyond worried. I'm looking to manage myself. I'm looking to manage the emotions or the feelings of, you know, being withdrawn or if I don't want to be, you know, have you ever felt like you don't want someone to touch you and you didn't quite know why? Yeah. I mean, I've had those feelings and I've shared it with my therapist and I was like, so what do you think that could be? And simply put, it was, you know, she was like, you know, maybe you didn't have much affection as, as a kid growing up. Uh-huh. This is Living Your Truth. I am Tavares. We'll be right back. Sit tight. We're paying some bills and we'll be right back. Hey, you guys, Tavares here from Living Your Truth Podcast. I just wanted to say thank you so much to everybody who is on social media showing love. If you've liked a picture on Instagram or you liked a post on Facebook or Twitter, 
I see y'all. We appreciate it over here. Absolutely appreciate it because that's your time and that's your energy. Please also be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast at. That is important. I want everyone to have access to the show and I don't want you guys to miss any of the upcoming episodes ever. Set your alerts. Be sure to follow. We will follow back. Believe that. I will follow back. I will make sure. Okay. Excuse me. And real quick, I don't want to act like things aren't happening over in Ukraine. Things are happening and they're bad. So I just want to send love and to let Ukraine know we stand with them. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. Season five is here. Hello, everybody. I'm so excited to be here again with you guys. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Today, we're talking about exposure. And I'm talking about the kind of exposure that impacts us in our earlier years. Being exposed to violence, being exposed to negative and bad behaviors, These things do show up, at least they have for me. And if you feel what I'm expressing, excellent. If you don't, excellent. You just learn something new about me and it's all good because I must find strength through my vulnerabilities. This is how I try to, well, this is in addition to everything else, meditating and working out, the show itself, the platform, me being able to express And share these things is also part of the regimen that helps me manage how I feel. Because, look, I have bad days. Not every day is like all that in a bag of chips. Sometimes I don't want to talk to anybody. Sometimes I don't want to see anybody. And it's in those tough moments where I know I have to really lean on myself the most. And so I hope that through me sharing, if you feel like this, I hope that you're able to pull some things out of this and perhaps put something together for yourself. Maybe this will encourage you to 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 go get help or get some type of assistance because look, you don't have to suffer in silence. I've done that for too long for you already. This is why we are here now. This is why we are picking ourselves up and we're doing what we can to get through to the other side. Without early intervention and help, Traumatized children grow up to be traumatized adults. Whoa, let's hear that again. Without early intervention and help, traumatized children grow up to be traumatized adults, often having abnormal reactions to stress. Guilty there. Chronic physical ailments. I'm in great shape. Relationship problems. Definitely been there. Learning difficulties. Yeah, I could say that I'm a great student, though, but I've had some learning difficulties in my past and tendencies to engage in risky behaviors like drugs, like drug abuse and law breaking. Hmm. All this, according to and thank you, Walden.edu. Wow. You ever feel like. When you read something, it was like written for you, like specifically for you. That's what it felt like reading that right there. Look, all I have is my transparency. That's it. I'm at a place in my life, in a season in my life where I can't 
and don't want to hide in the shadows. I've done that for too long. I did it for too long. You know, when I was drinking a very long time ago, I would sit in the room and just knock back tall boys. Those are tall cans, by the way. And I knock them back one after the other, one after the other. Got to a point where I was medicating. Mm. In those dark corners, the darkest ones, like I mean, those dark corners where you think you can't get out. This is why I go there. It is uncomfortable. It's going to be comfortable or uncomfortable, sorry. But we're going to make it through to the other side. And that's what I have to keep telling myself. I have to. I know I've been exposed to some bad things. And more frustrating is I don't even have any recollection as a child of the violence I was exposed to. But I do know there was violence around me. I do know that. And it's frustrating because to be exposed and not have any memory of it and then have to navigate what I was exposed to as a child, as an adult. Yeah, that's what I thought too. I was like, damn, that's a whole lot. So I'm here and I'm working hard just to be a best or to be the best versions of myself because for me, for my journey, it requires that. It requires me to take no days off. My therapist, she says I should relax and, you know, not be, I guess, hypervigilant. What up, Dr. Mayall? Love you. Um, but I feel different at times. I feel like I have to be consistent with this journey. Sometimes it feels like a battle. Like a battle of self. Man, I'm telling you, it's tough sometimes. But that's why I talk about it. That's why I share it. I want other people to know that they don't have to not share it. And I hope they have a support system, friends, family, who they can lean on and go to and talk and be transparent with because that helps. I get the opportunity to talk with our adult daughter about this because she's like, Dad, sometimes I'm feeling some things. So I have to open up my doors and my heart and my, my mind to what she's about to share with me because she comes, a part of her comes from me. Both of them, a part of them comes from me. So I must be aware. I must do the work because when they have questions, I should do my best to have answers for our daughters. Knowing that they both run the risk of being impacted by things that I've been impacted by or things that I did when they were kids. See, we got to break the pattern because, oh, yes, it is and can be transferable. Mm-hmm. And that is heartbreaking, too. Because as a parent, the last thing I want to see is things that I've done in my life I don't want those things to impact our girls. And the reality is, there's a very high percentage chance 
it will. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. What you say? I heard it through the grapevine. Remember, practice positive self-talk. Treat yourself. Don't cheat yourself. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. Welcome to season five. Today, we are talking about exposure and the exposure to violence in our early years or in my early years because I'm always sharing my story and my perspective and I am always in hope that what I'm sharing can assist and help someone else at least perhaps begin uh, their own journey. But today we're talking about exposure and we're talking about how early years of trauma can affect the brain. I never even knew this. So you know I've been doing my research, you know I've been reading, you know I've been talking with my therapist, psychiatrist, like I've, I'm vested, okay? I'm in this. I have to be in this. If you find yourself struggling with similar things that I'm sharing, then please, you know, we have to be in this. Because for me, the alternative I feel like is, it feels like it would be destruction of self. That's what it feels like. The amount of pressure that comes over me, the amount of anxiety that comes over me, um, the amount of confusion I feel like I just collapse within myself mentally. You feel like that? Anybody out there feel like that? Okay, okay. Yeah. And look, it's different for everybody. What triggers it? Shoot, in my case, it feels like it feels like anything, but it's not everything. Okay? Stick with me here. Um, again, I get overwhelmed, or I can get overwhelmed at things like just a lot of events going on back to back. And it's not the action of going to the events. It's me anticipating the events up here. And so when I'm anticipating the events up here and there's multiple dates or even just within that day, let's say there's just a few things or several things to do in that day. Get up, cut my hair, get the car washed, go get the oil changed. Uh, stop by the store, pick up a gift, get balloons. I mean, just but up here in my mind, it's oh, it's a it's a it's a com it's a complete wreck, like a bunch of static sometimes. So I have to step back, sit down. Um, many times I just have to just sit for a moment and let those thoughts kind of flow, and then once they're done flowing so intensely. Um, I regroup and get back to it. The issue with that is, is sometimes it takes me 30 minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, it feels like a mental collapse. Not as in like I'm going crazy. More like I'm overwhelmed and I got to go sit down. And then after it passes... I feel exhausted, emotionally exhausted, just tired. And I got to, again, regroup. And I do. I regroup. Um, I've noticed in my older years, it's gotten more, I don't know, a bit more intense. It feels more intense. 
And, you know, I still handle my business. I, I, I'm functioning. I'm, I'm doing things, you know, all the things I believe I love to do and want to do. And I still got other things I want to do. So as a creative, I'm, I'm still, I'm doing my thing. Life is beautiful. Um, as a mar- happily married man, life is beautiful. Um, but I really have to be mindful of my partner, my wifey. What's up, Amber, baby? I got to be mindful because I don't want what I'm going through to impact my wife. And it can. And at times it probably will and has because we talk openly about it. We have to talk openly about it because I don't want her to ever feel like anything I'm experiencing is her fault at all. Because it can definitely seem that way um, if I'm not the kind of person who's willing to be transparent about what I'm battling my anxiety, PTSD, things like that. If I'm not transparent about that and I'm not honest about it and I'm not being accountable and being responsible, then yeah, that could probably make not only her but anyone else that I come in contact with feel like they've done something wrong. And that is not what it's about. So again, I share this part of my life. I share this part of what I'm going through Because it's difficult and I know I'm not alone. I know there's many people that probably battle with this. They battle with anxiety. They battle with PTSD or depression or or any type of mental disorder. Um, It's tough to talk about it, but it's necessary. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares, season five. We're talking about exposure, ladies and gentlemen, and possibly some young adults, teenagers and kids, if they're accompanied with an adult. Um, Exposure to violence and trauma in our early years. Um, If children are exposed to prolonged or repeated traumatic experiences, such as child abuse and neglect, this can cause toxic or harmful stress, where they start to feel more stress more often and for longer periods, this can disrupt the building of a healthy brain and its architecture. According to learning.nspcc.org, thank you for that. You know, I like to share my fun facts, comments, and things like that. You know, as parents, as adults, we all have heard children are sponges. And it's very true. We all know it to be true. Um, And even though at times it may be funny or even cute, we have to be aware of how we conduct ourselves in front of children. Now, no one's perfect. I've tried it. It's difficult at times, especially like if you're at like a family gathering and, you know, you got friends and family and everyone, you know, they're mingling, co-mingling, having a great time. The kids are watching. The kids are watching. And not only at the family gatherings, but even at home, right? The behaviors we have when the doors are closed, right? When no one's looking, when no one's watching, right? The people that we really are, right? Because there's versions of ourselves, right? And so that's why on my journey, one of my other goals within the journey of evolution, of self-evolution, is to be 
consistent with who I am because I feel like it's more healthy for me as an individual, as a person, right? I feel like it's more healthy for me mentally, emotionally, spiritually. If I'm just consistent, no matter what door I walk through, that is what I'm looking to achieve. But I have to work through all of the difficulties within the disorders that I've been exposed to. So that's why we shouldn't yell around the kids or be violent at all. Definitely not in front of kids, like shouting and yelling. And I'm guilty of it. I did it with my kids when they were young. And so they only, I mean, they not only have to deal with was a part of my DNA, but anything that I added to because of perhaps generational traumas or generational tasks that I picked up along the way. No, I'm not making excuses for my behavior. I am giving you or trying to do my best to illustrate and connect the dots and how I either became this way or the things that I've been a part of, situations I've been a part of that really weren't a good example of who I am. The disorders run deep. I'm just now scratching the surface over the last, what, two years? Yeah, Uh uh-huh. I mean, I've been doing the work beyond that, but not to this level. My therapist, she's like, you know, yeah, take a step back. You know, don't be too, you know, hypervigilant. I said that before, and for me, I feel like I just, you know, the fact that I'm just now getting around to this or I'm more aware, I mean, I got work to do, no doubt about it. And you may know someone who's battling with things like this. You may know someone who's struggling It may be you. Reach out for assistance or help. Don't suffer in silence. That's ridiculous. Don't do it. It's not worth it. You're suffering even more. Like, take it from someone who knows. Reach out. Get the help. Read. Talk to people who know what they're talking about. Um, And hey, if you have health insurance, that's a great place to start, right? Look at the back of that card call that 1-800 number and I'm sure there's some health, some behavior health assistance there if you find yourself battling with this. Children are watching us very closely. Children will become or act out what they are exposed to most. And if it's negative and if it's violent and if it's bad behaviors, aggression, drugs, alcohol abuse, emotional abuse, all the abuses, then it can really stunt their growth emotionally and mentally. So it's just not being exposed to it. Oh, no, no, no. That's just one part of it. You got to remember, it's going to go through its emotional channel, channels and then it's going to go through its menta, the mental channels within our bodies See, children don't have the brain capacity to process their feelings at a young age. So that stuff kind of parks itself because the brain, as you know, is always trying to resolve, 
whatever issues come up. That, that's a part of the brain. That's what it does. It's always looking to resolve. Takes the picture, understands the moment, and makes sense of it. Now, whether the event is good or bad in nature for ourselves, the brain will say, okay, we should never do that again, or we like that, we'll do that again. So when children are exposed to violence and those types of behaviors, you can see how that impact can be life-lasting. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. We'll be right back. Hey, Tavares here from Living Your Truth with Tavares. Always take time for your mental health. You matter. You are very important. And many people love having you around. So take the time for your mental health. I know life can get crazy. I know we all get busy. I know we got to be here, there, here. Oh, yeah. And can't forget that meeting. I get it. But take the time to give yourself enough time so that you can cruise along into your day and about your day. There's no need to be playing catch up Throughout the day, we all hate that feeling. I know I do. I can't stand rushing. It gets on my last nerve. So I do myself the honor and the privilege of giving myself a bit more time just so that I don't have to rush. There's no need to build up all that angst, all that cortisol inside your body, all that adrenaline. It's not good for you. So... Give yourself the time and have a great day. We'll see you next week. Welcome back to the show. This is Living Your Truth with Tavares. I am him. We are here together and I appreciate y'all. Today we're talking about exposure. The exposure to trauma, violence in our early years and the long-lasting, life-lasting effects of those traumas. Why do I talk about this? How can I talk about this? I was a child once. I'm now an adult. And through me being inquisitive and asking questions and, you know, being, hmm, you know, being diligent in my quest of understanding who I am, how I tick, why I tick the way I tick, why certain things bother me, why I get rushes of anxiety over small things, why I stress like it's a big deal over something like that's so either small, minute, or silly. That's what I'm talking about. That's why I have a therapist, a psychiatrist. I went ahead and got evaluated. I'll share more of that as the season goes on. But my thought process is and was and still is protect your mental health and get evaluated. Just to check those boxes just to check the boxes. Because for so long I acted and have acted like 
Nothing was wrong. Look, full transparency. We all know when things are wrong with us. We all know when something uh, just may not be hitting on all cylinders. We all are aware, or I like to believe because, like, I am me and you are you and so many others are so many others. Um, I know and believe that as a human species, we love ourselves. So part of being human is to definitely be in tune with self. And so I went ahead and got evaluated. Got two opinions. I'm perhaps going to get a third. And, you know, they said some things. I asked some questions. We all talked. Again, I'll get more into that because it's still, it's still new. It's raw. You can tell. I'm not completely ready to share all of it, but I will because I have to walk through that door. See, that's a part of living your truth with Tavares. That's a part. That's a reason why I have the platform. That's why the show is what it is because I'm exposing my vulnerabilities and being transparent about what I'm managing within myself. So yeah, I got evaluated because I'm going to protect my mental health. I got to know what's going on. I'm going to get a third opinion. You know, you've heard me say things like anxiety disorder or PTSD. Um, those words came up in the evaluations. Um, ADHD came up as well as they had asked if I had been diagnosed as a child. Um, and to my surprise, I found out that I have been. Dun, 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 dun. More on this in a later episode. Yeah, man. So we'll talk about that a little bit later. But it's definitely, you know, I want to know more about me. I, I'm, I'm vested. I'm in this. And not just about me for me, but me for our children, our grandchildren. I mentioned before in last season that I have to find a way and time to speak to the man who provided his sperm that built and made me. I'm not even sure what to call the guy. Is he my father? Is he, I don't call him dad because that's, he's not that. Um, but I may have to talk to this guy and we don't have a relationship. And that's awkward too, because I, 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 I got some questions about mental health, about the history on his side of the lineage. So that's a whole other conversation to have, right? Yeah, I, I told you, I got some things I'm working through this season. And I, I said I was going to be, you know, I'm going to be walking through some tough doors. And that's okay, because if there's somebody out there right now having a tough time, then I hope they can tune into this show. And if you know someone, then share the link to this show and let them know, hey, this guy is going through a whole lot. And he talks about how he manages it. Maybe you could pick something up from listening to his show. Just share it with them. Because I'm not here for all the glitz and the glam. What I do here on this show, what we do as a collective is we push through to the other side. Through genuine, honest conversation that exposes vulnerabilities and can and will be awkward and uncomfortable at times. But as long as you are still moving, you will be okay. That's what I tell myself. I have to keep moving. I can't get 
caught up and stuck in the thoughts. Because if I do that, man, oh man, the rabbit hole is real deep. And I could lose an hour just sitting in one place if I allow the emotions that come over to me. If I allow those emotions to come over and control me. So, yeah, I got to meditate, go to the gym, run, stretch, work out, read, do the podcast, write poetry, make music with my beautiful wife. All those things are necessary. All of it is necessary. Exposure at early years to things like I said earlier, violence and just nastiness, bad juju. It's no good for us when we get adults. So if you or anyone you know out there has little kids around them, look, I know life happens and we get stressed out. So I'm not going to tell anyone how to parent. That's not my job at all. I will say, perhaps as a gentle reminder to be a little bit more gentler. Is that a word? Gentler? Just be a little bit more gentle if you can around the kids. In fact, I'll say we all can be more gentle around our kids, grandchildren, children, etc. Period. Because they learn from us. Generational trauma is a real thing. It impacts generations. Hence the word generational. And there's things that we can stop within the generation if we just take a little bit more time and be a little bit more vigilant with what's really bothering ourselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what we're talking about this season. We're going to keep getting right to it. If you have comments, questions, or concerns, you can email me at info, or sorry, (laughs) you can email me at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. If you were on the Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on podcasts, or sorry, if you're on Instagram, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, or TikTok, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. I want to thank each and every single one of y'all who came out today, who tuned in from wherever you are, your living room, your bedroom, maybe you're in your car. Maybe you're at the gym. I want to thank you for tuning in to the beginning of season five. We're going there. It's going to be uncomfortable, but we're going to go anyway. Until the next time, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Next time on Living Your Truth with Tavares. Trauma returns. Reintroducing trauma through behaviors we've learned from our past. On the next Living Your Truth with Tavares. I believe when it comes to being the best at anything, whether it's the best ball player, basketball, football, or the best golfer, I believe it starts with just wanting to be the best self, the best you. When you're the best you, anything you do will have the best of you infused into it. Therefore, if it's football, making you the best football player. If it's baseball, 
making you the best baseball player. If it's hockey, making you the best hockey player. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with aspiring to be the best of anything. But we should absolutely be mindful and be sure that when we make those wishes and we create those dreams, that being the best self should be at the center of it. That's because when it comes down to it, you're not always going to be a basketball player. You're not always going to be a football player. You're not always going to be a hockey You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not always going to be these things, but what you will always be is you. Now, those versions will evolve as they should. And so, therefore, being your best self while being you and you going through life and life's evolutions. One thing we could all rest assured is that if we bring our best self because we're being our best selves, then... We are going to go through life as our best self. That's why I always aspire to be the best versions of myself every day. Not every day is the same. I feel like I fall short sometimes, but that's where I hold myself. That's how I am accountable to me. It may be different for you and that's okay, as it should be. But I'm here to inspire and to motivate and to create spaces and safe places for people to be their absolute best and to invite them to always invite themselves to be their absolute best. There is absolutely nothing wrong with aspiring to be the best versions of yourself. The rest will follow. And so I hope you've enjoyed this moment, this message. From me to you, until the next time, be the best versions of yourself and live your truth. Peace. Be sure to email us at livingyourtruthpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're on Twitter, we are at L-I-V-I-N-U-R Truth. And if you're on TikTok, Instagram, or Facebook, we are at Living Your Truth Podcast. (laughs) Yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. Husk, what's up? Living your truth. I know what I want and I know what I need. Living my truth is really hard, but it's setting me free. Ain't got no time for the faking, cause the love is the point. If they knock me down, then I I get up, dust myself off, love myself in the best way. They want you to fall and have nothing to say. Don't make a move, don't make a move, don't make a sound. Don't make a sound. I've come too far, I've come too far.